Hello and welcome to Diction, a podcast about words and their origins. I'm your host, Ben, and I'm joined today by Jack. Hello, how are you going? Good, Jack, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Now, we go way back. We've been debating together since year eight. We don't anymore. Not anymore, sadly. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't think we ever learnt how to prepare any earlier than the night before. Yeah, no, we just rolled like that, which prepared us for the secret debates, where yeah. we had, like, the topic yeah. an hour before. Well, hey, you know, we got to, like, state finals. That was good. Yeah, we did, and we won our first state match yeah. as well. And then, uh... We just lost the next one, and then yeah. they were like, all right, you're out. <laughs> yep, it was a good time. Now, Jack, I think people might be able to tell, if they don't know you personally, that mm. you aren't from around these parts. I am not. I'm originally from the UK, um, so I came here when I was nine, 2007. And now my accent is just a strange hybrid between Australian and English. Yeah, I think anyone Australian would say that you're English immediately, but I'm sure mm. your English family would say you sound Aussie. Everyone says I sound Aussie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a curse. I, I live in a liminal space. A liminal space between <laughs> English and Australian. That's correct. Mm. So does that mean you're still on the ship over? or? Yeah. Didn't know you were a convict. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're all convicts here. Yes, for us to save you, like the queen, like the queen. God bless her. God save rest the. Um, she's alive. <laughs> she's, still she's still alive. alive. All right. Still okay. It. <laughs> now we've got a couple of words. I'll say a couple, but I mean a few. Okay. Because a couple means two. A few means more. Uh, mm. We've got like four words technically. And actually, you know what? I think one of them isn't in the dictionary because it's just a dumb joke. Hmm. But, I think I know which. <laughs> but the rest are. The rest are in the dictionary. Fantastic. So we're going to change up the formula a little bit. I realised after listening back to the first episode that maybe giving Zach the definition of a word he didn't even know was impossible for him to get. So mm. I've decided instead to lead with the word and throw to you to give me the definition. Okay. I'm also not going to read the definition off a dictionary website like a robot because <laughs> I couldn't even understand what I'd said in that first episode. There's a lot of words. A lot of words, through. and it's written in a way that yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's just easier so... to understand if you're reading it probably than yeah, definitely. having it read to you. Okay, so our first word is anti-disestablishmentarianism. Jack, can you say anti-disestablishmentarianism? Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Very good. It's a word famous for being one of the longest in the English language, mm. um, but it's not even in the top ten. Ah, gotcha. It's just sort of famous for being, you know, such a mouthful, and it's also, I think, 28 letters long. So yeah, it's 12 syllables, probably. 12 syllables. anti yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh my god, am I going to leave that in? Yeah, leave it in. All right, I'll leave that in, whatever. <laughs> now, Jack, yes. I want you to give me a little bit of a, a definition if you can. What do you think this word means? Okay, so I am actually a little bit familiar with this word, um, just finding it like when I was younger because I thought it was so cool. Uh, it's a lovely sounding word. So, from what I'm familiar with, anti disestablishmentarianism is opposition to the disestablishment of uh, a government or like a, uh, a church or something. So I think it came about because um, I think it was the 19th century, uh, there was a lot of opposition against the disestablishment of the Church of England. People were talking about um, getting rid of, rid of it, doing away with it, there should be a separation of, of uh, state and church. And um, the kind of, it's interesting because it's anti-dis, so it's opposition 
against and then another another negative. But yeah, so it came about to describe the um, the opposition against this establishment of government. That's it. Shut the podcast down. I don't even need to speak anymore. Done. <laughs> yeah, no, that's basically right. So it specifically came from, as you said, the 19th century. Um, and it's actually still going on in England to this day because mm. church and state are still linked. Um, the church is still established still a um, hot topic, in the yeah. government. So disestablishment refers specifically to disestablishing the church from the state. But yeah, so it's still an ongoing thing. Obviously, the conservative viewpoint is to keep... Mm. The church with the state, and they're in power at the moment, obviously. Yes, they are. And then the liberal side. And the liberal side is to remove it. So, yeah, that's ongoing in England. Um, but in Ireland, they completely disestablished the Church of England, and yes. Wales has disestablished, I think, four dioceses. Yeah, and it became like the, the Church of Wales, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. So, like, they disestablished a church, and they established a different church mm. in there. With the state. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. It is interesting. I can definitely understand um, Ireland wanting to do that. Uh, Wales is interesting. Uh, also makes sense, I suppose, because you don't want the Church of England to be ruling over everything when you don't consider yourself English. So. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. That'd be like Tasmania ruling over Australia. Yeah, the Church of Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we move on to the next word? Let's do it. Okay. So, um... <laughs> Oh, this this is a huge mouthful. Okay. I believe this is... No, it's not. It is not the longest word in the English language. Okay, we're still getting there. But it was at the time. Uh, I am not doing any of the longest ones because they are just <laughs> like proteins with several just... Yep, I'm oh, sure we'll forgive you for so that. So many syllables. Yeah. Anyway, so the word I've got here is pneumono-ultramicroscopics... Oh, shit. <laughs> Pneumono ultramicroscopic silicovolcanoconiosis. Yep. I don't know if I said that right. Sounded good. Um, but can you define that for me, Jack? Okay. Um, I remember when this word was a thing in primary school, people were like, haha, I know the longest word. And then they just spill off this big thing. You'd be like, what is that? Can you say it for me one more time just so I can like dissect it? Okay. All right. You're really pushing me here. Yeah, I'm so sorry. All right. <laughs> Pneumono ultramicroscopic silico volcano. Okay. Ah. So this is an this is an illness. It's a disease. It, it is. Right? It is a disease. So I'd say I, I got microscopic in there and silico and vol, vol, mm. volcanic kind of something. So I guess it's um to do with like the lungs and like silicon dust from I don't know rock or like volcanoes exploding or something ash in the lungs. That's what I would guess a disease like that would be called. Well, you guessed, like, exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. No way. Yeah, because it is, like, but if I break it down, so pneumono means lungs. Oh, okay, that's, uh, I didn't get that bit, yeah. Uh, Ultramicroscopics, you know, like, small, very fine, very fine dust. Mm. Uh, silico, silica, um, and volcano, you know, so you got, like, silica in the volcanic ash. Yep going into your lungs and then coniosis means causing disease causing disease oh that's cool but this damn word this damn long like 45 letter word is a synonym for silicosis it's a synonym synonym yeah for silicosis yeah the people who made this word literally made it to be the longest word wow that's uh i don't know if that's like impressive or just just pathetic. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, it's 
So it was purposely coined as the longest word by the president of the National Puzzlers League, who, in 1935, um, and it, it succeeded electrophotomicrographically. So this was clearly before you had any of your proteins with 17,000 syllables in it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a synonym for silicosis. Like, it's not even a new word. They didn't... So silicosis means the exact same thing? It's like the same kind of condition? Yeah, it's like silicosis is when you inhale silica into your lungs and, you know, that causes a disease. Right. But, you know, here we are with... One more time. Pneumono-ultramicroscopic silicovolcano coniosis, which I don't even think I'm pronouncing properly. Um, <laughs> so they just had to make it really specific. Like, they had to get lungs in there, mm. silica, microscopic, yep. in case yep. you didn't know it was small, in case you're just inhaling large yep. chunks of silica. They're like, how do we make the longest word? The current longest word is electrophotomicrographically. That's a pretty long word. That is a cool long word. It's a long word. It's 28 letters long to pneumono-ultramicroscopic silicovolcano coniosis's 45 letters. You're getting better at I'm that. I'm getting better at it. It's wrong. <laughs> I really should have practiced it before I came in. No, I'm impressed. Thanks. Um, and silica, interestingly, is also found in asbestos. So you think of like, you know, asbestos inhalation causing that kind of disease. It's, yeah. it's similar. It's not the same kind of disease. Um, asbestos causes asbestosis, which is very aptly named. Yes. Very fitting. Yes. All right. Now, on to the third and penultimate word. It's mm-hmm. a good word. I like penultimate. I used to think penultimate meant final, and I kept on saying it as though it meant final. Yeah. It means second from final. I prefer it to ultimate. It just sounds cool. Yeah, I used to say it as though it was ultimate, and I was just a bit silly, I suppose. I wonder what pen means. Like the, yeah, the prefix. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's, normally it's like, it's like duo or like yeah. the two. Yeah. Hmm. Who knows? Anyway, on to the third word. Supercala, fragilistic, <laughs> expiala, docious. Docious. Great word. I love it. If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. <laughs> I think I think that was the... No, that's the next line, isn't it? I can't remember for the life. No, e- even though the sound of it... No, I don't know. <laughs> I could look it up, but I don't want to sing on air. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> mm. But... Mm. So, can you tell me what supercalifragilisticexpialidocious means, Jack? God, it's been so long since I've seen Mary Poppins. Doesn't mean, mm. like, good, like, really good or something like that. Yeah, basically. Fabulous. It's, it's like a feel-good word. Feel-good word. It's like, you're just like, yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah. So, if we want to go by uh, Mary Poppins in the movie, it's something to say when you have nothing to say. Mm. Um, specifically, in, like, a moment of elation. Uh, it's in the Oxford Dictionary, uh, oh, which is. is interesting, because it's such a pop culture phenomenon, obviously. Yeah. Um, it means it's a nonsense word uh, used by children expressing excited praise, or they say approbation, but that's, mm. you know, who knows what approbation means. Yeah, I haven't a clue. <laughs> um, and, and then it also says it's just fantastic or fabulous. So Yeah, just like a good, all-encompassing word for feeling great. I yeah, guess. it's just all about joy and happiness. Well, it is. It's fun to say, so I, I get that. Yeah. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Is that it? Yeah. Mm. And it's been through a little bit of a history, actually. Has it? Yeah. Mary Poppins was not the first use of the word. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it originated seemingly as some kind of schoolyard phrase that people would say. Okay. Kids would say to each other. There was actually a song that existed about 10 years before Mary Poppins called... It was called something else, but it featured the word in it in Ah, some form. 
And was there any um, was there any like legal issues then? Ooh, when... Yeah. Oh, okay. There was, yeah. In forty nine, supercalifragilistic espialidocious. So it's like a Su- supercalifragilistic espialidocious. So there's you know a few things slightly different. Mm. Nineteen forty nine, that song came out. Yeah. Featuring that word. And then Mary Poppins was nineteen sixty four. Sixty four. So that's uh yeah, it's a good a good difference there. Yeah. The way the Disney publishers won that lawsuit is because variants of the word were known to exist okay, for many so, years prior. So they could, they didn't really have the right to the word. Yeah. Since it yeah, already was. They couldn't exactly claim it. That's really interesting. Yeah. So it is interesting. Now, I've got one final word, but I'm going to do it in the classic diction format. I'm going to give you the definition. Okay. I'm excited. I'm going to preface this by saying that this is a joke my grandpa told me and that I found on a bad jokes website when I was researching to find out what it was exactly. Okay, so Mahatma Gandhi was a peculiar person. He walked barefoot everywhere to the point that his feet became quite thick and hard. He often went on hunger strikes, and even when he wasn't on a hunger strike, he didn't eat much and became quite thin and frail. He was also a very spiritual person. Finally, because he didn't eat much, and when he did, his diet was peculiar, he developed very bad breath. He became known as... Do you want to guess? I have no idea. It's related to supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't even know where to fit Gandhi in there. Is it like his first name? Was... No, so, all right. He was known as a supercalloused, fragile mystic oh plagued with halitosis. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know why it's on a bad jokes website. It makes no sense. That's a brilliant one. It's it's so good. It's such like masterful wordplay, but this website is also full of puns, so I guess whoever wrote it hates puns. But honestly, I, I can't get enough of a good pun. No, oh, no, it's 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 punny. It's good, I like Oof, it. Oh, I don't know about that one, Jack. Shall I leave? Yeah, I don't know if you should say that on air. Well, this has been Diction. <laughs> yeah, this has been the Diction Podcast, actually. Um, we're going to wrap it up now, Jack. Thank okay. you very much for joining me in the studio here today. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a blast. It has indeed. Mm. Uh, let's get together and play some Minecraft and organise a podcast the night before again sometime. Oh, fantastic. I'd love that. All right. <laughs> thank you, Ben. No worries. Thank you, Jack. Anytime.